and welcome to Legally Bond, a podcast presented by the law firm Bond, Shannick & King. I'm your host, Kim Wolf-Price. Legally Bond is a podcast that focuses on all things law in the legal field, and as law firms are businesses, that often means focusing on the operations side of law firms. So on today's episode of the podcast, we're going to do just that and speak with Katie Toomey, the Chief Marketing Officer here at Bond, Shannick & King. Hey, Katie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Kim. Thanks so much for the opportunity today. Yeah, well, we're excited to have you join us. I'm really glad that you're here to talk about marketing, communications, business development, some of the very interesting professional opportunities available at law firms, and for our listeners to have the chance to get to know you a little bit. Awesome. Well, again, thanks so much. I'm I'm so happy to be here, and this feels like I'm officially official after four months. Yeah, I think so. Once you're on Legally Bond, I think it's official. Also, as you know, first, as we always do with guests, we ask you to tell us a little bit about your background. So would you mind telling us a little bit about you, where you're from, school, family, whatever you think might be interesting? So I am born and raised in Oswego, New York. I have been, you know, sort of a central New Yorker at heart my whole life. That said, I did go to SUNY Plattsburgh for undergrad and then ended up at Iona University for my master's in public relations. From there, I ended up working at Fujifilm Medical Systems, 1-800-Flowers.com, Novellus, and then most recently Center State CEO. So Novellus kind of brought me back to CNY. I know we want to talk about that in a little bit. I, you know, have two boys, George and Patrick. George just turned 10 and Patrick is nine and they are the funniest, coolest little guys I know. And I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be home. I never thought for a zillion years I would end up back in central New York. And I think that a big part of it has to do with my career and my career choices. So I get to raise my kids like around family and friends and just be part of the bigger picture here in central New York. That's fantastic. I mean, there's something about the 315. I didn't, uh, I wasn't, I, good I maybe, yeah, good people. I, I think I may have actually uttered the words, I'm never moving back to the 315 when I was young. Yeah, Turns and out. then you go away and then you check out at a grocery store and someone says, have a nice day to you. And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> nicest person. Thanks so much. It's been a while. Well, and I think there is something about careers and, and having backup that's kind of helpful too. 100%. 100%. So you mentioned some of the places that you worked before. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that professional background, the types of roles you had before you became our CMO? Sure. Yep. So Primarily, I was in public relations and corporate communications for the first three quarters of my career. I started at Fujifilm Medical Systems, doing a lot of business-to-business -business public relations. And from there, you know, after, after a long time doing healthcare PR, medical device PR, it's not, you know, when you're 29 years old, that might be isn't what you want to do for the rest of your life, at least wasn't for me. I ended up at 1-800-Flowers.com and had a chance to dabble in some consumer public relations, kind of feel out what that world would be like for myself. I ended up having the opportunity right after that to be back in Oswego of all places, which is just about 40 miles north of Syracuse, to work at Novellus, 
They, they reached out to me, said that they would be in need of a public relations and communications manager for the plant. There was a huge expansion going on for their annealing process, aluminum annealing process, that would mean that the Ford F-150 would be using their aluminum. So I was part of like spreading the message to not only our community, but also just sort of oversee the corporate communications and internal communications for that plant. No, ended up having two small children and did a little bit of freelance work, but then ultimately ended up at the Greater Oswego Fulton Chamber of Commerce, where I was the executive director and eventually went into the role of vice president of member engagement at Center State CEO, which is their parent company. So in all, I've sort of either been in a communications role, a relationship building role, a sales-ish role, a customer service role. So so much of my career has had a lot to do with relationship building and just sort of being the messenger one way or another. That's fantastic. And should we say that Center State CEO is right across the street from Bond Syracuse office? You have a, you have a short lit- walk. A hop, skip, and a jump. I can leave our office and walk right across the street. So that's fantastic. Um, I have a lot of friends over there, that's for sure. And I get to bump into them on the way in the office. That's great. And maybe we should invite one of them to the podcast at some point in time. I think that would be a great idea. They have they have a lot of good stuff going on over across the street. And I'm, yeah. I'm proud to have been part of that organization, that's for sure. Yeah. And so it wasn't something you were looking for, but you know, we're always trying to sort of build our careers. So what things were good there, but what drew you to bond? You know, I I was prepping for this a little bit and thinking about it. And bottom line, it's it's the people. I have shared with some of our young associates recently that you really never know what is going to happen when you walk into a room. I had the opportunity to attend a happy hour with the Bond team when I was in my previous role at Center State and just ended up chatting up a bunch of the attorneys, some of the leadership, and one thing led to another. And and One of our team leaders mentioned that there was a chief marketing officer position open, but it had some traditional PR and communications. There were needs in that area, but most of it was focused on relationship building, business development, and just helping guide our firm and the attorneys and helping them sell themselves, the business. And I kind of perked right up, but then sat on the information for a little while and about a week later, I I reached out and two days later, I was interviewing and then having lunch with you, Kim, I think four days later and then trapped in a room for seven hours and interviewing with as many people as humanly possible. So I didn't walk into that happy hour ever thinking for a zillion million reasons uh, that I would possibly be walking out of that happy hour um, with a job opportunity. But it goes to show you that, you know, if you position yourself in the right place at the right time and you always see something as sort of an opportunity or an opportunity to grow, good things happen. It's about taking a little leap of faith, too, I think, sometimes. Yeah, it's like being open to that opportunity. Yeah. Well, we are glad that you were open to that opportunity and that, you know, you can help us a a lot in all the markets. I mean, your uh, experience with Chambers, it's huge, right? It's the business development. It's the connecting people. 
And that's a, a big part. So I guess maybe we should tell people a little bit about that. So lawyers are in practice of law. That's what law firms do. Okay, obvious. That's the obvious and pretty straightforward. But so what is the role of a professional services group like marketing and communications teams within a law firm? We are in the business of relationship building, knowing our clients internally, externally. We are the messengers, the brand ambassadors, sometimes the cheerleaders for the team. And we really help answer the why, right? Like why bond? Why this specific attorney? We we really just want to help always position the firm in a way, in the best possible light, right? So there's always going to be the overarching bond brand. And then you drill down a little bit and then we have 16 offices. So the messaging for each of those offices might be a little tiny bit different and you drill down even more and it's the practice groups. And then you get all the way down, right, to the attorneys themselves. We have 300 attorneys who always have to have that bond focus, like they're part of the bond brand. But everyone has a personal brand. And how do you sort of navigate your as an individual and sort of tackle things based on your interests, your goals? Like what boards would you want to be part of? How do you want to serve your community where you reside? So you always want to keep bond in mind, but you want to be yourself and you want to be authentic. And, and I think our role is to like help coach that and bring the best out of our attorneys here at Bond. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great way to look at it. There's also like the day-to-day stuff, right? There's RFPs, there's press releases. Is that all your team's responsibility? And I don't know, maybe things like podcasts? Yes, podcasts. Funny. Here we are. Some some blondes on Legally Bond. (laughs) But we are in charge of obviously traditional marketing, social media, communications and PR, events, business development. And I always make the joke, all other duties as assigned because any communications or marketing team is going to be the sort of catch-all for some stuff. And we're totally fine with that, right? Like, you don't go into this business if you can't be agile or pivot from one thing to the next. And and that's kind of what makes it a fun industry to work in. I have to say that's a little bit of um, what it's like to practice law sometimes, is having to have the ability to take on 10 different things for 10 different clients and kind of figure it out. So that's good that you see it that way because that's very similar to how law practice can work. That's, and it's actually been that's actually been a way, Kim, where that I've been able to relate with a lot of our attorneys. The first, there's a lot of people have mentioned that I don't have a legal background or I haven't done legal PR or marketing in the past. And then I just remind them that I'm responsible for knowing my client regardless of what it is, right? Like never in a zillion years did I think I'd know about aluminum or radiation dose or the back end of the floral industry or any consumer goods. It's just like you pick up little things along the way that make you a more well-rounded person or able to just add something different to the room. So I always look at it as a strength, right? Like you walk into a room and it's okay that you're a little different because you have a different background, a different perspective. That does, That's not anything that's going to hinder the situation. It may actually just help people think in a different way than sort of the wash, rinse, repeat. Maybe I can bring a little flair to our situation. And and I know my team's already doing that. They're they're great. They're creative, they're fun, and they're great people. That's awesome. And well, you know, we say that all the time when we bring in new new attorneys, right? You have to get to know your client's business. So, you know, I know 
a weird amount about dark and lit fiber in the telecommunications industry right. from a long time ago. And yeah. so it's the same thing. You're getting to know your client and that's the lawyers. That's what we do here. Yeah. Regardless of regardless of what department we are in, really. It's what makes communications and marketing and, and sales and just sort of that umbrella of interpersonal communications a fun in marketing, a good like a fun job. It's a, it's an interesting job, no matter what. There's no there's no two days alike, which is good. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Well, so going off of that, attorneys are always busy, right? Serving clients. That's what we do. That's how we keep the lights on. That's you know what we service we provide. How do you get through to them? How do you explain the importance of sort of focusing on marketing and communications to busy people who that's not their field of focus. Yeah. And that's okay. Like I said, it's it's okay that it's not their bread and butter, right? I think one of the things that I was surprised to learn when I joined is that there really isn't a marketing or BD focus throughout law school. So you have to sort of start from the ground and work your way up in terms of relationship building and amplifying our message and just being thoughtful and, and positioning yourself with the right people. It's been four months, right? So we're still sort of figuring out the best way to do that. But I've already found the people here at Bond to be beyond welcoming and beyond open to new ideas or sort of thinking outside of the box. And as I shared previously, the New York City market is a lot different than the Buffalo market, which is a lot different than our Naples office. So you know, it's going to be different. The answer is going to be different for all 300 attorneys, all 16 offices. And it's our our job just to help make those connections and build those relationships to figure out the different pieces to the puzzle to to make everything fit together. You know, it's interesting. I always like to talk to like the students who might be listening. For someone who might be in a PR or communications or marketing program right now, what makes a role like yours a a good choice? Who are people who might be drawn to that kind of work and successful? So obviously, I think you have to be interested in being the messenger or being whether the message is good, bad. You kind of have to be willing to be in the trenches from the beginning of your career. One thing that I think makes being in this role and in this world kind of unique is that you are positioned very closely to the leaders in the organizations that you serve from the beginning, right? You know the messages, you know You know the why probably better than a lot of the other employees, regardless of the industry and the organization, and especially if you're in an in-house position, in-house communications position. I just want to add that in there. But I think because you're positioned around the leaders in the organization, you're automatically surrounded by people who are super passionate about the organization, have probably been there longer, have a lot of industry knowledge. And, and, you know, that that's across any industry. And it has been my perspective that I have always found myself in a room of people that are smarter than me. And I always take something away from it. You always learn something. You, there's always key takeaways and nuggets of information that you never forget. I have been blessed in that I have had a number of really good leaders in my life, a lot of really good mentors in my life. I am still remembering things that Courtney Kramer was telling me 
15 years ago, probably to the day at Fujifilm, just in terms of like business etiquette and answering emails and communications or writing press releases and some best practices. Fiona Bell at Novellus was a ray of sunshine and had this really crazy way of finding a positive spin and just approaching things differently. And then, of course, you know, you have the Andrew Fishes and the Rob Simpsons of the world who just were so deeply passionate about their work that it was infectious and it made you want to go to work to every single day and spread the word about our organization and our region. And that was really what made me passionate about coming to Bond. The people here really, truly care about their communities. They care about their clients. They care about each other. And who would want to pass up an opportunity like that? I, I mean, I agree. I I tell people all the time that I never once drove the wrong way to work once I started working here. I, and, and, you know, we get, we're like on autopilot, especially like working parents. And as soon as I made the switch, that was it. I knew where I was going every day. You, that was one of the first things you shared with me. And it, there was something about that conversation, Kim, that stuck with me. Again, like you said, we're working moms. There's a lot of balls in the air all the time and to show up every day and enjoy yourself is like winning the jackpot as far as I'm concerned. It really is. And I have to say, you know, thanks to our producer, Kate, for always making that part of uh, the good stuff for me here. <laughs> yep, she she does. And I've never been prouder to, to work with a, a great team as I am here at Bond. So it's, it's been really fun and learning curve, but like, the good kind. You don't know what you don't know, right? Right. Like a challenge, something that you want to dig into and figure out. Absolutely. Well, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Is there any last words of something that stands out to you or anything you'd like to point out about your team? We have a lot to offer on our team. I think that there's a lot of unsung heroes on our team because, you know, we are the people behind the curtain that make a lot of things happen. And one of the things that I'm committed to is educating our staff and our team about the great things that we do here because we are a resource, right? Like we look at ourselves as an internal service for our attorneys and for the organization. And I want people to know just how how hardworking and intelligent and creative the people are that I get to work with every single day. And, you know, again, like working for great leaders here at Bond makes it even better. It it, it makes us want to work hard for them. So yeah. I, I'm happy to do that. Absolutely. I mean, I think that there are really great folks leading and new um, leaders emerging all the time. And I do want to say shout out to Ashley Cahill on your team. I just looked at the, uh, invitation for our all attorneys meeting. It looks fantastic. Yeah, no, I agree, Ashley. Like it's, I believe I answered that email. It's perfect. How often do you get to do that? Yeah, exactly. Like really great. Makes life much easier. I have the, the benefit. What's that saying? You hire well and manage little, like they keep the shop running, whether I'm running around and in a different state, or if I'm right down the hall, like I know work is getting done and at the highest possible quality. So uh, I'm very grateful for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as am I, I get to work with 
most of them at some point in time. So, so it's great. All right. Well, thanks again. So we're going to have to have you come back. This is four months. I would love to. All right. Well, we can talk about a project or one of these cool initiatives underway for bond and you can let us all know about the marketing side of it. So please come back. You got it. I'll be back anytime. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Legally Bond. If you're listening and have any questions for me, want to hear from someone at the firm, or have a suggestion for a future topic, please email us at legallybond at bsk.com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Legally Bond wherever podcasts are downloaded. Until our next talk, be well. Bond, Shenick, and King has prepared this communication to present only general information. This is not intended as legal advice, nor should you consider it as such. You should not act or decline to act based upon the contents. While we try to make sure that the information is complete and accurate, laws can change quickly. You should always formally engage a lawyer of your choosing before taking actions which have legal consequences. For information about our communication, firm, practice areas, and attorneys, visit our website, bsk.com. This is Attorney Advertising.